not. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is John Macy. Uh, today I am joined by uh, Justin Ayotte. Hey. Milos. Hello, hello, hello. And Brent Perry, as I was thrown off by the, the recording bot again. Hi, <laughs> hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and tonight we are here to discuss uh, the Star Wars animated shorts Tales of the Jedi. Um, so these were released, what, a couple weeks ago now? Uh, um, week and a half, something like that. October, so yeah. Like, yeah, and these were, all, these were dropped all at once. This was not the standard like weekly thing, right? Well, yeah. Uh, no, they were all one chunk. Painfully, like... Can you see? Like, can you imagine if they stretch them out? I could. Yeah, was, I could see um, him. Do- I could see him doing it. I can yeah, remember when dropped. they did that for the Gendy Tartakovsky series, and I went week for week for literally like three minute shorts. <laughs> like, yeah, because those were what like three minutes a piece. Uh, mean, the first season was like three minutes a piece, and then the second season they lumped it together to be like five minute episodes when they aired it on TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, because um, yeah, they, um, yeah, because they dropped it all together, just like they did with the group ones. If anybody out there watched the group ones, they dropped all those together. Yes, I did. I think I they dropped not. all the short ones together. That's a smart way to do it. I mean, mm. each one's probably between twelve and eighteen minutes, and so they probably. I think I watched them all on Monday in like an hour and a half. Yeah, um, it didn't take long to bump through the series. No. No. Um, so yeah, these are produced by Dave Filoni and his usual crew of voice people, and I'm sure it's a lot of the same animators and stuff. Um, and basically, the way these are formatted is there, as we said, there are six shorts, and three of them are dedicated to Ahsoka Tano at different times, and three of them are dedicated to Count Dooku at different times. Um, so... Uh, I think it was almost sold that way too. Like all of the promotion was like, you know, uh, two stories of different Jedi and whatever. And, you know, I sort of vaguely paid attention to that, not even knowing who those people were going to be going in. But, uh, as I, somebody, no attention to it. I didn't even know. Yeah. As somebody who is not a huge, you know, I mean, just because I haven't actually done it, not out of disinterest, but somebody who isn't a huge viewer of all the, Star Wars animated stuff at this point, I was kind of going into this fairly, uh, fairly uneducated about a lot of it. And, you know, I, I know a little bit about Ahsoka just from, she's been in a couple of those newer novels that I've read. And obviously she showed up on the Mandalorian in live action at one point, and there's going to be a live action show. And I did back when that first came out, I did watch that first Clone Wars movie that they put out in theaters. I didn't go to a theater for it, but I did see it later. Um, so I'm at least casually familiar with the character and have always, I, I certainly don't dislike the character or anything, but I'm not, you know, there, I know. Don't there judge her. I would, I would strongly don't judge suggest... by that movie. <laughs> oh no. I would strongly, no. I would strongly suggest, uh, you watch uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. I'm going to, I think the Definitely next time I go, the next time I go through the movies, I'll probably make an attempt to watch all that stuff too. Um, so, um, we- online, there's multiple uh, sites that give you like a chronological order to watch them in. Because I think the first like the first like two or three seasons, um, they're released not in chronological order, I guess, or they're on Disney Plus, not in chronological order. So you have to like kind of swap between them. 
Oh, okay. I've heard that before, even when it was originally airing. Even when it was originally airing on the Disney Channel or whatever they showed it on, like I think I was aware that the yeah. order was screwed. Um, yeah, I never, the, I never the word watched is, that. The word is chronological. It's chronological glad, as me when I, I get. I am glad I'm not the only one who got that. Uh, <laughs> you said chronologically the first time, and I was like, "No, that's more uh, me." <laughs> I think I think that was because I was, get, I was getting up at the well. same time. Hey, enough <laughs> enough with your silliness. I was getting up at the same time. All right, enough with your chronic logic. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna get the we're gonna get that cow gone. Did you really minute. say that? I was like, okay. Yeah, it wasn't just me. okay. So um, <laughs> I guess we can go. You know, and these are these are all sort of related, but they're kind of separate enough that I think we can just kind of look at each one and um, you know all that. Um, so the first one was essentially Ahsoka's birth, and then um, in, the rite of passage. I guess, yeah, it's some sort of, um, and I guess. Um, her, she's from a, a race called the Togruta. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. yep. Okay, but this was basically the first time I'd ever heard that race named anywhere. So, um, um, well, no, there, there's one in episode two and three, Shakti, and oh, she shows right. up. She okay. shows up again in the Force Unleashed video games, and then yeah, there's plenty of Clone Wars episodes where the Togruta pop in. So, right, right. They, they have, have been like, used, but just not. Uh, yeah, in in everything except for the George Lucas movies, which yeah, uh, that's always been Lucas's problem. He's got all these great ideas and these crazy cool characters, but he never flushes any of them out. Like the back, yeah, no, like I, basic I never back history is naming, like saying the name of her race. You know what I mean? Maybe she did in like the Mandalorian, but oh no, they say it in the fucking Clone Wars cartoon a couple of times. Yep. All right, I probably missed it. Okay, well, that's outside of my range Curfew. of expertise. Um, so, yeah, I believe the first one was, you know, the the mom takes her out as an infant. On Was she, like, hunting or something or looking for yeah, food? Yeah. Or? Yeah, I, guess, I guess the rite of passage would be mom, mom and daughter go hunting. Yeah. So then they, get, they basically get attacked by, like, a bear thing. And um, the... The mom gets separated from her, and then it was know, a fucking thunder, 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 cat. <laughs> yeah, I, kinda, I, was, I was gonna say was like uh, the animations tiger. on it uh, looked like Diego from uh, Ice Age. Yeah, kind of. It did kind of remind me of that, actually. <laughs> it was like it was just it was basically yeah, like a wild tiger, yeah. or some honestly, kind of big yeah. cat. Honestly, it could have been because I think they own them now. So they do yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, I was like, looks like Diego. I think they use like the same drawing, just made yep. it bigger. <laughs> so then, you know, the mom goes back to the village and she's all upset because the 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 lion thing takes Ahsoka, and the uh, dingoes ate me, baby. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, so then, a, a cup. What I assume is maybe a couple hours later. Um, actually, you do see the the lion thing like take her to its home area and just kind of drop her there, and she just kind of sits there and stares at it. And you know, obviously, there's some level of Jedi influencing going on there. I thought because at least it didn't eat her, uh, which I would have thought it would have done immediately. 
Um, well, that's then, normally what a predator would do, yes. And that's why this yeah. is just like, wait, what? Yep. And then, you know, they cut back to the just village. to show that there was something different about her at a young age. Yep. Exactly. Uh, and then, you know, they cut back to her village and the parents are all upset, obviously, and they're thinking, about, they're trying to get together like a party to go looking for her, and then maybe they've already done that to some degree, but then uh, she comes tromping through the forest on the lion's back, and it basically just deposits her in front of her parents, and that's the point at which they realize, oh yeah, maybe the, this girl is not normal. Yeah, but there, there is like a big fight scene between the mom yeah. and the tiger, where like there's a gun and there's a yeah. It's actually not a yeah. bad well, action no, scene, that's but the, you, you yeah, that was feel out like fifteen minutes, it's something. But yeah. it kind of felt well, like Dave Filoni was like, "Hey, I just watched the new Predator movie, Prey, and I really like that story. I'm going to do it in Star Wars." <laughs> yep, and I'm going to do it. With, I'm going to do it way more efficiently in like twelve minutes too. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so this, this one was, um, you know, I don't know that I, given that I don't really have any, like, back history with this character, like, I didn't really need this, but it was, in, but it was interesting. It, it was, it was an okay little side story for what they were trying to tell, but it was completely unnecessary, unless that's going to be something that they needed to force into the Ahsoka character for something they're going to tie back into the live action show. Well, yeah, honestly, honestly all of these the were case. really unnecessary. Uh, I, I'd argue the Dooku ones were actually kind of useful. Like they actually build upon the lore. They screw up. Well, I think I think they're more interesting than necessary. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, because but I mean, I mean, unless you're gonna unless you're gonna go and start doing stuff in that like um, section, like we really didn't frame. need to know. Yeah, we really didn't need to know anything about Dooku because we already kind of <laughs> know all of that information from the movies and from yeah, uh, I, the other cartoon. I would at least argue that, and I haven't watched the Clone Wars, obviously, but I would at least yeah. argue that those things were, at least for me as somebody who hasn't done that, those things were informative to like, oh, maybe these are the steps he starts to take towards the dark side then. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. where... Well, that's just yeah, it. It's, yeah. it's the things that made him, like, disenfranchised with the Jedi as a whole, well, like, he, the whole order. And that... the, big, the big one, and I don't remember which one it was, I think it was the middle one, that showed that he was the one who went into the fucking Jedi archives and took the records of the cloning planet out. Oh, yeah, that's that's oh. explained in other media a couple of times over. Yeah. Like maybe I don't remember where that was, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, but like, it's, but like, it's definitely in the Clone Wars cartoon. So you would have missed it there, but like it, it is mentioned a couple of times that like him and yeah. Sifo Diaz were buddies, and he used Sifo Diaz's codes to wipe shit and killed Sifo Diaz well, for knowing me, too much. Let me ask you a question, Brent. As somebody who's seen way more of that stuff than I have, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when. Um, when that when the clones movie came out right and i've never gotten my best friend on one of these i'm hoping to do that at some point in the near future like he might come out for bowl weekend and maybe we'll do something that weekend that i can get him to actually show up on but um but we actually had a theory that going into that coming out of that movie that like the whole thing was that sidious and sifo-dyas were actually the same guy no, and it was just, and it was just, Sidious was the name he went by when he turned evil, and we were like, well, maybe, no, Palpatine, it, maybe, maybe Palpatine is a clone of of 
Sidious with no force powers, which is why the Jedi are all walking around him like idiots going like, well, there's nothing wrong with you, is there? No. See, Palpatine was a guy who came from Naboo and ended up working his way through the politics. So he was always like a governor or a senator or a eventually chancellor, right? Yep. He started talking to a couple of Jedi that he knew were like losing faith in the Order, and that would have been Dooku and sifo which there actually should have been an episode with Dooku and Sifo when they were younger. Actually, I guess what I'm what I'm wondering is, do you ever actually see sifo as a person, or is he just a name that gets thrown around? No, you see him in like flashbacks in one arc of the Clone Wars cartoon. I think it was in oh, okay. sixth or seventh okay. season, I'm not sure, but... Well, then I guess I got to get to that at some point. Then <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's, it's, I think it's the ones that got released on Netflix. I think yeah. those were the ones. But I think yeah. that was like the seventh season, and then yeah, Disney it was, got yeah, it. it. Was like, yeah, they it was did a final like the last season, one. So. I think. Oh yeah, all right, that's right. Right. So I'm not right. sure if it was like the second to last one that was supposed to be the last one, or if it was the last mm-hmm. one that they did that they said was the last one. So. Yep. But it's uh, in one of them. It's there's there's an actual arc where like. Anakin and Obi-Wan start investigating back through like how the clones were created. And that's yep. that yeah. You you find out that Sifo Dias, his aide is held captive on a planet, and you get the whole backstory through flashbacks from him. And that's it yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. The cartoon the cartoons are actually worth watching through. Like you do get a good little mm-hmm. bit of like but the worst of it is, it's like now in the Disney era, they just throw that shit away when they don't want to fucking stick to a continuity. So it's like, okay, well, what counts and what doesn't? Like, this has been my problem since they started making the fucking Disney Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. It's very, well, as somebody who's read all the the books that were done by not Disney, uh, mm-hmm. it's always annoyed me that they say that stuff doesn't count or anything, but then they're they're perfectly willing to pillage from it when they want to. Well, that's just it. Like, oh, this counts and this counts and this counts. It's like, oh, so does this count, this count? And no, why would you think that? And it's like, well, because they're all in the same book. Like, yeah. Like, Thrawn comes back in the cartoons at different points. But, like, like there's I never any mention to, like, Mera or uh, Talon Card or, like, any of that stuff. Would, so it's like... I would have much rather have seen the versions of Han and Leia's children in those books than fucking Kylo Turdbag. <laughs> well, um, yeah, there's there's things they could have done, but they didn't want to pay writers the rights for the characters that they created. Yeah. So then they were like, oh, we're Disney, we can do better. And then they brought the old cast in, but never ever filled out the like in-betweens that they had to. And now they're talking about fucking with Damon Lindelof, they're going to jump past the Ray saga and go with all new actors again. And it's like, okay, so now there's going to be like, what, 90 years that you need to explain that you never will? Is that what like, that Lindelof thing is going to be? That's oh, what I heard, why? yeah. Why? Why? It's so dumb. Um, I don't know, but again, I have no faith in it because look up David Lindelof's history. Oh, wait, yeah. is it a is it a is it a new trilogy of movies, or is it just no, like It's going to be one movie yeah, that, for one sure. Movie. It's yeah. going to be one movie for sure, and I think they're just saying that because they're testing the waters, but I imagine there's probably a, a clause already worked out where, like, if this actually does do anything okay, we're going to catch for more movies. Well, I did see the things. I have, I have a feeling they want to. I did the article on that, and he did say that, like, <laughs> some the article did speculate that some of the sequel trilogy characters could come back, and I'm thinking, like, who? Oscar Isaac well, it, had, such a, had such a fucking terrible experience, he almost didn't want to do Moon Knight. None um, of them want to come back. John Boyega hates it. 
I mean, but like, just because why, the character comes back doesn't mean it's the actor. Depends yeah, on how much time they yeah, jump. Right? I mean, I'm at, yeah, but imagine that. Imagine you bring the characters <laughs> back and you don't bring back any of the actors. That would be that would be a little crazy. That I mean, would be an admission of failure. If you're jumping, if you're yeah. jumping ninety years into the future, then it kind of almost makes sense. Well, that's just it. I don't know how far it's years supposed. Into the future, I don't know how far it's supposed dead. to jump, but it's yeah, it's supposed to be set after the Ray trilogy. So like, they because could I bring wanna, back. I want to say as far, and I've been saying this for a while now. It's like Star Wars is a big universe. You don't need to, you know, focus on one tiny little aspect of it. Like jump to another dimension, you know, jump to another galaxy, jump to another... Jump to another time, time frame, yes. But, like, exactly. you still have so to like explain the, through the time period. Like, you can't just go from, like, the end of Return of the Jedi, right? Where, like, everything happens in that movie that you get, okay, so that's that end of that, but then you jump to Rey, and they don't really do anything to explain the 30 years in between Jedi and that. So it's like, okay, well, there's a big yeah, chunk of time. Yeah, but they give you, you the Chewie and Han come back on Millennium Falcon, and... Oy. Oh. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like Doesn't they don't they make really up for the lack of the story. No, <laughs> no. It did to a lot of the fans, though. Oddly, well, it, you can get away with that <laughs> in the first yeah. one as long as your second and third ones start to explain some of like the back history. But like they didn't do that. It was just nostalgia grab, kill a character that you like, oh. and then replace them with someone you don't. And it's just like, oh, well, I mean, yeah. technically, technically, the Last Jedi did start to explain at least Luke's stuff. And Kylo's backstory and some of that stuff, but they didn't, you know, because they totally no, they changed Luke's character and didn't explain any of why. And it's yeah, like, but okay, think about it. The reason you know, why literally didn't a three fully, second flashback. Yeah, but the see the but the a reason why they didn't want to do all that one because Ryan Johnson's an idiot. Two, um, because now look at what they did with uh, Luke and uh, Baby Yoda in uh, Book of uh, Boba. Boba. Yeah. You know what I mean? The first, two, whole... first two episodes of Mandalorian season three. Yeah, exactly. yeah, pretty much. And I mean, that if was they what they did. That, they wanted to show what, you that, what you he know was how doing. Pissed off people were going to be. Like, if the first two episodes of Mandalorian are just that again, you know how pissed no, off. People are be. But that's the thing. Like, I think those two were supposed to be mm. there, but they put they them were. in that. So now that's going to jump into Mandalorian, where like. If you're just watching Mandalorian and you didn't bother with Book of Boba Fett, you're not going to know how the fuck Grogu got back, how the fuck he got that ship, what the fuck the quest is to go to Mandalore to bathe in the waters to purify himself because he took his mask off. Like, none of that's going to be there. So you're going to be, like, lost. Right. right. <laughs> he's, uh, he's going to, they're going to, they're going to do, like, a flashback. It's going to be, like, a, like, a yeah, five minute, do, like, it'll be like, previously, previously on. on. Yeah. And I think, yep. and I think, and this this was my train of thought. I think they just uh, tackle on like two extra episodes for the two that they lost. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Well, that's um, just it. But like, no matter what, like when they jump back into that show, it's not going to make any sense for where you ended that show's last mm-hmm. season because there's, there's nope. two episodes and in a completely different as, show. Yeah, I mean, as yeah. long <laughs> as you watch Boba Fett, it's gonna, but. If you didn't, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but then you're yeah. forcing you're forcing your your audience to watch a different show and all the outside to... material, and that's that's the wrong way yeah. to connect your universe, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, to be honest, like you could have had I mean, Mando, you could have had Mando of... show up, get that fucking lady on Tatooine to build the ship while he goes off and helps Boba Fett. You didn't need to bring in Grogu, leave all that stuff for his episode, but they needed yeah. something to draw the fans in because Boba Fett was like circling the drain at that point. So it's ugh. 
I, I don't yeah, understand I how they can keep fucking this universe up so bad. I'm also well, not the, real happy with a lot of the side material Disney's done. Like, I like the comics okay, um, but, like, a lot of the books are just... Ugh. They're boring, like, and it's like, okay, the, ex- the old expanded universe under Del Rey and Bantam, like, yes, some of them didn't make any fucking sense. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing, but, like... They weren't coordinating at all. <sighs> no, but, like, it was more coordination than what this has. Like, the books yeah. that they're putting out have nothing to do with any of the stories that they're working towards. Like, uh, and like, and I don't. They, I don't they continually if, fucking shit the bed in this universe, and it's like you, I don't know if you're. Um, I don't know if you're reading any of the High Republic stuff, which I am, and that seems like the most coordinated thing they're doing, and it actually does kind of work in that sense. But all the characters are so fucking boring that I have a hard time getting through it. Well, <laughs> is that the one that had the rock named Rock? Uh. I don't, actually don't remember all the all the characters in those High Republic books are so interchangeable that I, I don't even know. And that's just it. Like when they do have an idea for an okay story, they have no character, and when they have an okay character, they've got no fucking story for them to work with. So it's just even when they're like, even when they have something that should be an easy step forward, they still manage to fucking step back with it. Like Rogue One, like. It's a good movie, but like you had good actors in it, but like you didn't give anything for those characters. So I just did not give a shit about any of them because it felt like you just wrote them with a target on their back instead of being like, here's an interesting character. We're going to make you care about them. And then when they die, you give a shit. Like most of them, it wasn't that. Like they were just like, hey, how are you? I'm Alan Tudyk, you know, as a robot, and I'll be dead in 20 minutes. Like, let me ask you a question. Should we just turn this into one of those side things about the state of Star Wars? Yes, we we'll get, yes, we'll we get back on track. <laughs> okay. No, because I we, think we that can stuff make is, it like the state of Star that, Wars if you I want. Think but... is, I think that stuff is more interesting than this show. Well, I mean, essentially, I mean, what? I mean, they're they're six, like fifteen to twenty minute episodes. I mean, you know, there's really not a whole lot to say except the state of Star Wars and how this all fits into it, which. I mean, essentially, these are all like leftover stories or background stories that Filoni had for the Clone Wars and for all of yeah. his animated stuff, essentially. I mean, that's how I see it, because well, I mean, that, most that of is... this stuff happens before Clone Wars. And so this is probably what he had in mind when he wrote some of those episodes, because some of those episodes involve uh, Dooku and, you know, the stuff that he had and then the, the stuff with Ahsoka, you know? Yeah. yeah. But like I said, like. I guess my overall thoughts on the show, if we're just going to fucking glance through that quick, like I thought the Ahsoka stuff was kind of useless and it's probably only there so they can tie something back that they're writing for her live action show. And yep. it, it probably should have just been like an hour long Dooku movie. Like, yeah, the, the oncoming menace or something along those lines. You know what I mean? And like, like I, throw- I did have one, one question about one of the Ahsoka ones, the one, the training bit mm. where, she just keeps training with the clone troopers and all that. And then one of them takes her into some situation where he's like, I hope all that training pays off. Was that thing yeah. they go into something in the Clone Wars that I would know? Yeah, what that the, was the, the final season, like the one Disney just put out like a year and a half, two years ago, that okay. Order 66 happens. And like Ahsoka is second in command of the 501st. Captain Rex is her like clone buddy. And like when they're on their way back, after the liberation of Mandalore. Uh, yeah. 
Order 66 goes through. Rex is the only one that she gets the chip out of his head, which is a storyline in the season before that. But anyway, like, yeah, Rex, her and Rex are the only two that are like not affected by Order 66 at that point. So like when they're walking in, like you hear him say, oh, I've got Tano. And then he starts opening fire. Like you hear, yeah, that's him and her working together to stop the clones. And yeah, yeah, again, just watch watch the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. I figured it played into something from the Clone Wars that I hadn't seen just with the way that ended, but yeah. yeah. It's it's like the reverse angle of a scene from the Clone Wars cartoon that yep. yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I did also really like the Dooku ones just because I, you know, I always thought that character was kind of interesting even in, in those movies and you just kind of you're well, just it's Christopher dropped. Lee, like even if the yep. character's not interesting, yep. he's going to do something that keeps you captivated. Yep. yep. I just kind of I like the as as short as these were like I kind of like the background of it and like the whole idea that even if you haven't seen those other things like these could be steps along the way to his fall into darkness and whatever and like to me there's you know there were interesting things about that character even in the movies but with the with where they are in the story when he shows up it's like it doesn't have the time to really get into any of that and and it does build up like parts of Qui-Gon's character for when he shows up in the movies too cuz like Mace Windu gets the council seat after the Jedi dies and Dooku almost kills a whole fucking like bunch of fucking guards and senators or the senator and his guards and then like Windu looks at him and says you would have had the council seat if you weren't so reckless and then like when you flash to Phantom Menace Obi-Wan's like you'd be a a member of the council now master if you weren't so whatever like that's true so like it does kind of tie back into little things like that and it's like okay that's that's decent universe building like just reaffirming the things that are actually said instead of being like no we'll totally rewrite the context so it makes it means this now and it's like and i'm glad they didn't do that yeah so i mean i think on on balance like i enjoyed this thing but these six things but it was just a a, an interesting little diversion and i I, and i think i had the same like I think I have the same point with this that you have, you have Brent about Andor. Like, why this and why now? Yeah, why is this on the slate right now? Like, what's are you using it to build towards something, or is it just because you've got nothing and you just want to throw out content? Like, yeah, just because nothing and content. But like yep, again, like it takes the second. It's got to take at least a year or two to like to even something this small, right? Like the resources made though the artists oh, yeah. fucking time to draw it render it whatever like it, it takes time and effort so it's like if this was just a filler like what are you stalling time for like unless it was just something that feloni wanted to um include maybe this was because i mean depending on when it was made i mean maybe some of this stuff was leftover storyboards and stuff he had for uh clone wars and he just had people kind of animated up or whatever you know what i mean who knows you know who knows what the deal was with it um because a lot of a lot of the stuff that's in it isn't necessarily like new canon per se because no. um yeah and and also call, call me negative i'm not calling me ne- call me ignorant but um the the guards with the senator when they're going to get the kid back in episode mm-hmm. two is that all old republic stuff uh well it's it's like the regular republic it's it's before oh. like the dooku schism where like the yeah. separatists start yeah. leaving like 
but it, it's just there to show that so. like the Senate is corrupt and like the Jedi are beholden to the Senate. So this is where Dooku starts to like lose his ideology of in the Jedi faith. Like it, he starts oh, to question right. what he's always yeah. always thought was true. Because right? I yeah, because I wasn't because I wasn't familiar with those. I wasn't familiar with those troops and stuff, and so I just didn't know. They were like, yeah, basically just planetary security. They weren't oh necessarily okay. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. yeah yeah. They weren't troops. They were basically yeah. Uh, Every senator has his own, you know, personal details. It's pr- private guards, like, uh, like planetary yeah, like guards, whatever, service. right? Exactly. So well, like just like every, every country has their own police force. It's the same idea. Yeah. Like every planet has their own police force, but they didn't have an organized military. Oh, That's why right. the clones thought, were important. Yeah. Right? Oh, all right. Because I thought I thought the Republic worked like the Empire did, where like you know how the Empire has like the stormtroopers, and then the Republic has like. Those other guard, like those other trooper things or whatever, like I no, thought, so like, I thought that's the, how it worked. The Republic is more or less like a trade group, like the European Union was supposed to be. Like oh, they weren't supposed right. to hold any actual standing army for themselves. They were just like a trade oh, so organization like between planets, and like, that's why that's why it was such a big deal when Palpatine passes a law that creates a grand army at the end of Clones. And that's the thing; they needed an army because when the the Nemoidians had the battle droids that was like, uh oh, they got droids. We like we've got cobbled together police forces and yeah. And like yeah, militias that are militias like that are trained trade, by the Jedi's on dirtball planets, like So that's why trade negotiations uh, negotiations are basically like the main aspect of those stupid fucking prequel movies. And that's yep. well the first one, the Phantom uh, Menace, yes. And that's yeah. why is because yep. like that's what the Galactic Republic was meant to do was settle trade disputes, uh, not actually uh, fight wars, right? Like the Jedi were like basically like a police service from the Republic, yeah. but like they only yeah. went in ones and twos for the most part, right? Because so basically it was just like the UN. And they well, it was, it was supposed to be. Like, yeah, and the Jedi but the UN, were but the UN, like a peacekeeping force. Not necessarily though, because the UN does have the right to have a standing army. It was more like I said, the European Union, where it was formed as a trade organization, and like they weren't supposed to have like their own military force. But now well, the, U- the they UN do, doesn't cause... have. Well, the UN doesn't have their own standing army. They have the peacekeeping force, which is not supposed to be armed. It's just supposed to go in there to help with humanitarian things. Have you um, ever turned U- on a TV in a war zone where the UN is at? They have tanks that say UN right on them. And I mean, when Canada's driving them, it stands for unfucking prepared for what we're in. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like that's the UN has weapons. They have an army. Like they say it's a peacekeeping force, but it is an army. Like the, with Star Wars, the Republic wasn't allowed to have a stockpiled, like, okay, in case of emergency, here's your tank. Like, yeah. Uh, just really quick, uh, why don't we go through and get all of your quick thoughts on this show, I guess, and then maybe we'll segue into larger Star Wars discussion. Uh, Milos. So as far as me goes, uh, I mean, it's an hour and a half of an animated cartoon, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can find holes in it, you can plug them up or whatever, but generally speaking, I actually enjoyed it. Like, you know, I'm still big track. I mean... I'm still a big Wars fan, so it's like any time they put something out, I'm still going to be I'd be curious about how it's going to end up, especially with Disney Today. You really never know what the writing is going to be like. Yeah, like is but, this going to tie in somewhere? Yeah. Or is this just... But, you know, just looking at it as standalone stuff, you know, it's still pretty interesting. Yeah, some stuff we've been backstory-wise, we've been introduced to the Clone Wars and stuff, but 
no, generally still enjoyed it. I mean, it's short enough where it's, I don't feel like it's a waste. It's short enough that it's yeah. inoffensive. Uh, exactly. That's it. It's like not like sitting through. Half, you can just sit through it. It's not, not like sitting through something like life. Rings of Power where you've got to give up like literally three like movie lengths of your fucking time just to get through yeah. a story that goes nowhere. Like this is quick and it does some stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, like I said, I, I didn't know which Jedi's it was going to be Tales of. So it's like, it's like <laughs> okay, that's Ahsoka. And I was like, oh, okay, Dooku. Nice. It's like, you know. For an hour and a half, it's not a waste to sit through it. I thought all six of them I were going to be it. different. Yeah, I didn't well, think it was going to be... I thought so, too, and then I was like, Ahsoka, and then it was like, Dooku again. It's like, okay. It's Dooku and Ahsoka. Yeah, I thought but, it worked. Yeah, like, yeah, generally short enough where it's like, I was, you know, still picked my interest, still enjoyed watching them. As but yeah, like, Grant, when, it, when I heard... How it ties into and what it's setting up, tying it, like, I have no idea. I guess we'll when, see. Uh, when I heard the pitch for it, I thought that's what it was supposed to be, was, like, a different Jedi each episode, which, like, would have gave you some some quick background on some of the characters from, like, the Clone Wars that, like, didn't really get used, that, like, you see die through Order yeah. 66. Exactly, some but, lesser known background characters. Yeah, like, and I mean, that's one thing, hate the prequel story all you want, there was so many background characters that you're like, what's that guy's story? What's up with him? Like, what the fuck is she like? Yeah. Uh, Brent, do you have any thoughts we didn't already get out on this? Uh, I liked 80% of the Dooku stuff, and I thought the Ahsoka <laughs> stuff was kind of unnecessary. Overall, yeah, worth a watch. And Justin? I really don't have too much to add. I mean, I kind of agree with Brent. Where like even even that I'm a I'm an Ahsoka fan, um I think her stuff was kind of unnecessary just because like like it's great to have that kind of stuff, but it's like if you were gonna make three like shorts about her, I probably would have liked to have a little I don't know something a little more substantial. Um, yeah, substantial. Thank you. That's the word. Yeah. And um. And then uh, not only am I bad, not only not only am I bad with saying the words, but I'm bad with the thesaurus. So, um, and then uh, I did actually like the Dooku stuff, just because outside of Clone Wars, I don't really know much about when he um, either was a Jedi or when they talk about him when he was a Jedi. Um, so it was nice seeing some of that stuff. So I would yeah. like something maybe maybe if they want to do more animated stuff with him and like that character and like maybe some of that back like the stuff before um the prequels like that stuff seems interesting and it seems like it would be a little less preachy like the prequels were um yeah the, yeah, on, the only thing like my one complaint i did have about the dooku stuff was like it sounded like the voice actor was trying to do Alan Rickman trying to do Christopher Lee. Yes, yes, I, I I heard it and I was like, wait a minute, why does that sound like Alan Rickman? <laughs> yeah, which like the guy well, it in the could Clone be Wars, that the guy who was doing the voice acting, uh, probably never saw Star Wars and thought it was Alan Rickman or Dooku. 
Well, it's. I thought it was the same guy that was in the Clone Wars cartoon, the voice of Dooku. So it's like, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> like, yeah, I did see a lot of the same names for as little as I've watched of that. I did see like several of the same repeated voice actors that I think were also yeah. involved in that. So I don't know. Yeah, um, usually they bring the voice actors back because it's a lot cheaper than hiring a person with a face. Right, and I guess now we can. Yeah, that that was kind of cool. And it was, was certainly... but was that like new lines, or was that like cut together bits that he said I in the movies I, before? New, new lines, but I, don't I think it was new lines. But I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not well versed. And it, you got to figure if they, if they dragged him in for that stupid thing at the end of Obi Wan. But they did very, they know, or was that cut? And like hologrammed for from other stuff that was because like there was nothing no, there was, that they couldn't have no, cut. I think, used. I think, no, I think that was new. Yeah, because he looked he looked older than he did in the prequels. Um, and I so think I he think, actually I think did an interview like, about coming back for it. I think that scene actually came back for it. That seems like an awful lot of money to pay to get Liam Neeson on set in makeup, in costume for a day when he really just stands there and turns around like he did in every scene in Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an awful lot of money. It was an awful lot of money too to dedicate to six episodes of something we could have gotten in an email. Dude, this is also <laughs> true. <laughs> I mean, you know. uh, and I think that I think that leads us to, you know, general discussion about the state of Star Wars. Um which if you're me is in a pretty poor place right now. Um, this was this was a I don't want to say this thing. This Tales of the Jedi thing was. They like have a, to make three hundred and fifty million dollars to get to poor at this point. Yep. Um, for me, this Tales of the Jedi thing was, as I said earlier, an interesting diversion, and I was just like, okay, well, this didn't suck. Which, for most of the the Disney Star Wars stuff, I've pretty much been, I mean, Rogue One is like, as I think about it now, especially my initial reactions to Force Awakens were pretty positive at the time, but then, like, you start to realize how much of just a dead ripoff of the original movie it is, and then... Uh, their cartoons are actually worth watching. Yeah. Like, there's some okay story throughout those. Like Bad yeah, Batch like, was actually fairly decent. Like, yep, yeah, I'll have to get, I'll have to get to that then. Too. Yeah, like, um, yeah, but like but, their live action is a fucking yeah. Shit show. And I mean, The Mandalorian is to me, The Mandalorian is the one, the one thing that stands out is like, okay, this is not, this is actually pretty good. Like, yeah, and, but the again, Mandalorian like, is like the only good thing going for. Them. And even that, like, they're trying to sabotage it on them, like. Yeah, <laughs> like again, if they did take the first two episodes, it feels like they took the first two episodes of what was supposed to be season three, chunked it into Boba Fett because Boba Fett wasn't working. So now you're going to have like a disjointed start to season three from where you ended season two in Mandalorian itself, which is going to make people just be like, "Ugh, well, with this." I like, I wonder, I wonder if they backed up, you know, if Mandalorian three would have been out already, but they, but they backed up production because they, you know. They were basically forced by whoever, whether it was Kennedy or whoever, to take the first two episodes of that, as you said, and slam it into Boba Fett. And then they were like, well, now we have to rewrite this entire fucking season and do a couple episodes over again. You know, so maybe it would have been out already by now. Um, no, it could be. But like, 
they had their slate set and like it seems like there was a lot of shit that was either backburnered or fucked with just so yep. they could pour focus into Andor and it's that seems like a Kathleen Kennedy thing because this was her project and it seems like she was fucking up other people's projects just so hers got more praise for actually being semi coherent. Yep. And I mean you also have the um supposedly that trilogy of movies that Ryan Johnson was given is they claim that's still happening. So that's I don't been know. dead in the water since he fucking shit all over the fans and Disney were like, hey, maybe this isn't our best tactic. Yep. Well, that and now that he's had, you know, at least one relative success with that Knives Out movie and the fact that there's a sequel coming to Netflix next, I think it's this month, um, it, you know, he's at least got something outside of that where he can go do that for a while and they don't have to deal with it. But like, that's pretty much dead in the water. The Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron movie's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that was ever going to be anything anyway. Um, Gina Carano's the, fucking Knights of the Republic show. Knights that of the Republic is dead. Toast. There's, there's still um, talk about the, the Taika Waititi movie, but God knows what that's going to be. I um, think he might have lost that one when he asked Natalie Portman if she wants to be in a Star Wars movie. Not oh, realizing yeah. that she was in three <laughs> of them already. <laughs> yep. And I would wonder too, like after, you know, not to cross pollinate this with Marvel in any way, but after Love and Thunder didn't do what I don't think a lot or didn't do as well as I think a lot of people thought it would, are they are is Disney maybe a little tired of him at this point? Um I mean that's reasonable because I mean, you know, if if they want if they want him to do a movie and you know it didn't really go to where they expected it to even post pandemic in a streaming world i mean there are movies like top gun that are making tons of money so it's like and you know i couldn't get through a podcast without mentioning top gun um and uh you know what i mean so it's like it's like uh love and thunder should have made a lot more than it did it probably should have performed a lot more than it did with critics and and um and viewers to be honest because it's almost like people were more mixed on this than they were Ragnarok. And yeah, I thought see, this one was better than Ragnarok. Ragnarok was written by actual writers and punched up by Waititi. Love and Thunder was written entirely by Waititi. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't think he fits like he's not a franchise player. He's like an individual kind of like he does his own thing. So like if you bring him yep. into something that's already there and get him to put his touch on it, great. If you get him to come in and try and write something in this universe, you're not going to get what you want because he's just going to be a sarcastic, sardonic fucking jerk about it. Like, or you know, he can he can write his own things that don't have to tie in anything. Like Jojo Rabbit is fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. and that's but again, that's, that's just him off doing his own personal oh, yeah. thing. Like, it, but in, inside of a franchise, I don't think he's the right kind of writer for a franchise. You know what but I mean? I, like, I, think I can't even. I can't that. even imagine him. I can't even imagine him making anything for Star Wars because it's like, what would he tonally do? Like, what what would he take on that would fit his like style, which is more you, like you know what he almost. could. It's you like, know what? Where he would could you do? bring comedy to Star Wars? You know what I mean? Uh, Fortuna. He, could, he could do. He could do actually a Star Wars version of uh, Lower Decks. I'd let him do that. No, but that's, that's the not thing. A like terrible idea. Well, that's the thing. I, like you can do you know, weird. Like yeah, you could exactly. do a, 
something where like he gets a weird side project. Yeah, sure. Like, but again, like, are you you? Is that really your best way to spend time and resources at this point in time? Like, with the state the franchise is in. Yeah, but I I guess the thing that I don't get right, and I don't have I don't have a computer in front of me, so I don't have a list of the uh, the. Star Wars, like Disney Plus projects that we know are coming, right? At least with the Marvel stuff, as wide and varied as some of that stuff can be, you know that's building somewhere. Whether you like where that's going or not, you at least know that's building somewhere. But you look at some of this uh, stuff. I don't know if it is anymore, and that's, that's well, why yeah, we that's should a, do a long form a, on the Marvel franchise at separate, some point. That's a separate discussion, but let's just yeah. say, let's just give them at least that they at least have a, at least have a track record for like. Well, that's Up just until, it. They spent three yeah. phases actually doing things right before things started to really fall apart. You yeah, know what I mean, like, but, but I look as at long as of... they, like, but they had they had a plan. They were like, okay, this is going to tie into this, even if it's only just tangentially. We're like, oh, well, there's a stone that's going to come into eight years later. You know what I mean? With yep. Star Wars, they didn't do that. They were just like, oh, Star Wars is it, it's big enough to sell with just his name alone. And they never had any plan for the like the sequel trilogy. They never really had any plan to make the, the tie-in movies really tie into anything. So mm-hmm. it's like, like, okay, Rogue One, when they did that, yes, I agree. That was a good choice for the time. Like Something that's not with the main characters, just its own little side story. But they didn't put anything into the characters. So yeah. like the story was good, the characters weren't. Right, like yep. Solo but, was completely fucking unnecessary because we don't need yep. to know anything about Han Solo's backstory, especially if there's mm-hmm. nothing to it, like the head there, right? Like, and I would even argue no one really wants to see someone else try to play that character, but that's just me. <laughs> no, especially if like that kid is supposed to be like four years younger than he is when he shows up in New Hope, because like you just don't buy it. Like if that was him yeah. ten years younger and you had a story for then, but like. Again, they didn't have a plan. They just, oh, well, this is something we could throw out. Like, well, plus, I'm also starting to wonder, like, looking at looking at what they've done with these movies, up even the stuff that exists now. Like, why would any director want to deal with them? Like, how many of these movies are so fucked up at the di- at the director level? That like, why would anybody want yeah, to but deal? With them? At the same time, look at how many of these movies replaced their director last, pretty well last minute for a movie production. No, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, why you know, like why would you? I think the thing that I keep coming back to with that, and given <laughs> the 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 ridiculous ways that directors have been dealt with with this franchise, is like as much as I dislike Solo, like. That's the example to me. Like, why would you hire Lord and Miller, these two guys who do comedies for a living, and then you get mad at them when they turn in a comedy? Like, how did you not know that's what they're going to do? Like, what's well, wrong with Well, that's just you? it. Like, know who you're hiring. And, like, that goes directly to Kathleen Kennedy, right? Yeah. Don't forget, like, when they first got announced that the, oh, they, Disney bought Star Wars, right? They were in a yep. big, oh, we got this guy, we got this guy, we got Dave and Dan from Game of Thrones, they're going to do a Star Wars, and we got Josh Trank. And it's like, did you vet yeah. any of these people, or were you just throwing out the big names at the moment? Josh Trank. Oh, well, he was yeah, apparently oh, supposed to do a Mandalorian movie, which was probably well, going to be well, Boba Fett, he, which is well, apparently... He was, yeah, he was doing a Boba Fett movie with Michael B. Jordan as Boba Fett. Um, Again, yeah. so, big name at the time. 
so I got a uh, I got a list of some of the stuff from IGN, and it seems okay. like it's the most up to date one. Okay. So, um, so the first one that's not Tales of the Jedi is uh, the Bad Batch season two. Okay, well that's Andalo- interesting, and the yeah. and it seems like the animation's pretty solid, so I have nothing yeah. really on that. Uh, Mandalorian season three. Uh, okay. Young Jedi Adventures animated TV series. What? Okay. Um, Star Wars Visions Volume mm-hmm. Two. But that's the anime, oh, that's stuff. The anime thing, right? That yeah. one um, bombed bad the first fucking time they tried it. So this should be interesting. Uh, Ahsoka. Um, okay, I guess I. Skele- I guess I. Skeleton Crew. Oh, that's Which the I kid show with Jude with, Law. Yeah, Jude Law, I guess, is in that one. Um, it was formerly Grammar Rodeo. Rodeo, yeah. Um, and well, in America, we say Rodeo. All right. Um, that was the Acolyte TV series. Oh, which um, is probably going to be Reva. Yeah. At this point, uh, it's uh, to be decided. So there's nothing. Uh, if, that's show, if that's a show about Reva, I'm just gonna throw myself out a window. Oh, yeah. Dude, we don't we don't need a Reva TV show. <laughs> we already got um, one. It was called Obi Wan, and she was no. terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lando, the TV series. I would bet that um, never happens. Yeah, it's 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 with the guy that did uh, Dare White People. That's yeah, the person uh, who's involved uh, in it. Okay. My bet with um, that my then, bet with that one is it never happens. Yeah. And then uh Taika Watiti's Star Wars movie. Um Star Wars Rogue Squadron, which is the that's one that Patty Jenkins is officially canceled. Oh, all right. Well it says yeah. in development here. And it was Yeah, like see that that's not an up to date list because that was cancelled like a month and a half ago. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was says, more than that. It was, I don't know, it says updated October twenty eighth. <laughs> So yeah, it was only a couple maybe of days early. Maybe they are twenty eighth of this year or last year because yeah. that's no, that's possible. It couple... it's possible they're redeveloping it with a different director in mind or but something. He, he said it still has Patty Jenkins attached to no, it. No, no, should... no, no. I I knew I knew it was the Patty Jenkins one, so maybe she's just not on it anymore. Or I thought yeah. they shit canned it entirely, but okay, uh, we'll go with that. And then and then the Lindenloft one that you said, Ugh. um. Stop hiring bad robot guys. No. The uh, Book of Boba Fett season two. No. Which is status unknown. No fucking yeah. way. Status fucking unlikely. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie, which I didn't even know he was doing one. Oh, heard about um, his status, that status no is idea. unknown. No idea what that has to do with or anything. And then so the that last just one might be is the end of Kathleen movie. Kennedy's contract. <laughs> Another one. Another one is is uh, untitled G. Day Dillard and Matt Owens movie, status unknown. Okay, the oh, ones that, that, that sounds canceled, like a ball of fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the ones, the ones that were canceled were, um, well, possibly canceled, which I'm assuming is definitely canceled. Re- uh, Rangers of the New Republic, uh, Ryan Johnson's. Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy, and then um, the Game canceled. of Thrones, and then the Game of Thrones guys movie. Yeah, I'm still yeah. seeing stuff that says the Johnson trilogy is still happening, but I highly doubt it. 
That's um, oh, they have oh, hang on. They there's have no the way they can bring uh, him back because the minute they say that he's attached, you lose at least fucking sixty percent of your audience. Because yeah, oh, he he young, he's still shitting on Star Wars fans. Young Jedi <laughs> Adventures is apparently like their uh, prodigy. It's it's going to be on Disney Plus and Disney Junior. Oh god! So it's, yeah, so it's like a kids pass. thing. Pass. Hard pass for me. Yeah, but like that's the thing. Like they they need to try and get younger kids into it because they, they lost the kid group. Like you're gonna tell me an eight year old's gonna watch the sequel trilogy and be like, "Ooh, this is a ball of fun." No, even they're like, this is so disjointed. I don't know what's happening. And like, kids are kind of dumb, but they're not that fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Skeleton crew sounds like it's like damage control, but for Star Wars. Probably, yeah. As it says, I I had heard it sold as like a children's upgrading. Oh, go ahead. I had heard it sold as like a children's show. Um, What is? Skeleton crew. Um, so it says previously operating under the working title of Grammar Rodeo, um, Star Wars Skeleton Crew comes from uh, No Way Home director John Watts. Quote The show takes place during the post Return of the Jedi reconstruction that follows the fall of the Empire, the same as The Mandalorian, according to Vanity Fair. Uh, so, like, casting... nine years later, and they're finally going to start to try and fill in the gaps that they. Yeah, sounded better than the movies that they made. A casting notice has called for four children around 11 to 12 years old, the outlet added. Um, Inside Lucasfilm, the show is being described as a galactic version of classic Amblin coming-of-age adventures of the 1980s. That's so essentially it's so essentially it's their is their way of trying to do like um um like homecoming. But for Star that's, pro- that's prodigy which, right there. So that is. Hold, oh, kind of sorta. Hold on. How many kids did it say they were looking for? Four. Uh, four. Four. Around so, like eleven or twelve. So young Kylo Ren, young Hux, young Poe Dameron, and <laughs> oh Jesus, young Rose Tico. Oh God. Oh God. How old do you think Rose Tico is? Well, oh Jesus Christ. She's oh, a bit the same age as the rest of them, so yeah. Oh, I guess they need five then because they'd have oh. to have her sister there too. Oh, so um, the acolyte is um, <clears throat> will take us will take us into the into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and a emergent dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's at least kind of different. Well, I'll give I'm it a try just the, because it's... Feige, I'm looking at the Feige uh, stuff. And uh, Michael Waldron writing it. The guy wrote Loki and... and, and uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness, yeah. Oh, no. And uh, basically the update that he gave is... Uh, uh, let me see. So it's coming along. It's nice to have some time to focus on it. And it's fun to get to do something that feels fresh and original. I'm excited to work with uh, Kevin again and with the team at Lucasfilm, blah, 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 blah. I'm writing away. Basically, he goes on to say uh, that this might be basically a standalone Star Wars movie that doesn't tie into any of the other stuff. Oh. Well, that would so, be great use of time and effort. A team, a team to roll one and solo, 
but just not as adding to the OG. Yeah, I got. I gotta say, for me, I mean, oh. for me, new material in this franchise is like circling the drain right now. It is, and that's the thing. Like, you need to be focusing on like, okay, we need to get a fucking vision for where we're gonna go. Like, but they're gonna have like a bunch of things that don't tie into anything. A Lindelof movie that jumps ahead, and it doesn't sound like anything to fill in any of the time that they still haven't filled in yet. So it's like. All right. Well, and then you get like the- an, uh, the end of the High Republic. So it's like, okay, that's like thousands of years ago. It's it's interesting that you're going to a different era, but like where's that going to tie into anything that you can build from? Like uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't yeah. sound well, doesn't I sound think, like a fucking good use of time or effort. I think what I think you know how we talked about a while ago, I don't even remember what show it was on at this point where like we were talking about how Marvel kind of got screwed up when Bozeman died and because all the Tom Holland stuff, like they can't involve him as much as they would want to. I kind of wonder if like, cause I remember hearing a lot of stuff about how Mandalorian and Boba Fett and that Rangers of the new Republic or whatever. And the Ahsoka thing, we're all going to tie together into some sort of like event mm-hmm. series that was going to involve Thrawn. Um, yeah, that's what and, I heard, but, and I've also heard of I heard a psycho theory in the last like two weeks that Jude Law in Skeleton Crew is actually going to be Thrawn. That'd be interesting, but how do you tie him in in the premise that was put there? I don't I like, don't know. That's the thing. It does based on what the premise of that show is, and knowing and, what I know about that character, it makes no sense. And depending when it's set, like, yeah, that could directly cancel the cartoons that are, like, the only thing they've built any favor on when it comes to the Thrawn character. Yeah. He shows up in Rebels, right? And, like, yeah. and they change the character. Yeah, they're the- they bringing Ezra back in Ahsoka. So. That's, that's the rumor, anyway, yes. No, it's been cast, though. Yeah, Has he for sure? Him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they cast him. So, it's like, if you're bringing Ezra back, you have to have some kind of conclusion to what happened, because we both know that he and Thrawn disappear at the end. Yeah, they so, they're connected at the last of the fucking series yeah. yet. So, like, if you're gonna bring one back, logically, the other one's oh. coming back as well. You'd think. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, keep talking. I gotta mute for a second. Okay. Butters. But yeah, like the franchise is totally screwed. Like, I mean, there's a giant question mark as far as like what exactly? Because putting out standalone shows, standalone movies, it's like okay, but you you still need vision, a plan for the future. It's like you still have you need a direction of this is where we're going. Otherwise, you're gonna be you're gonna conscript yourself to basically just doing standalone stuff. And that's the thing, like, like, they're not letting directors just go out and make a good movie anymore. Like, it's the studios gets involved on every fucking step of it. Those directors leave, then the studios put in basically puppets or, like, just name value. Here's a paycheck. Just take it, please. And you end up with garbage. There's no plan. There's no rhyme or reason to anything. Like, again, if you watch seven, eight, and nine, like, back to back to back, 
you, it doesn't make any fucking sense together. Like it's such a disjointed franchise because each director was trying to do their own fucking. Like, exactly, and you brought well, it up like well, so many directors dude. leave like last minute. It was because yeah, but of it's not the, even leaving. It's because like they, it, if it were leaving, I would get it. But it's like they hire somebody, they're unhappy with the fucking product, and then they fuck it up. I mean, that, oh, that's, that's, that's what they keep saying is that like, they're unhappy with the like product. They, but is it? They, they bring their guy in, and like you brought up, it's like these guys write comedy. And they turn in the comedy script, and then it was like that's not what we expected. It's like, but it, I don't even think do. it's. I don't even think it's so much that. I think it's the the writers, directors come in with an idea. They got here is the idea. They green light that they green light that idea, and then the studio's like, okay, now change this, 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 and this, and like they acquiesce to as much as they can, and then, but it's all on the fly. Like, they don't have time to rewrite around these changes, so, like, yeah, because these studio heads are saying, no, we want more of this, we need to throw into this thing, and, like, they're not getting the time to actually do anything with it, so it's just, here it is, and then they flash off, like, it's all member berries, like. Like, the thing I remember hearing about Solo was not that they were unhappy with the with like the script or anything, but I remember hearing a lot of stuff that said that they were unhappy that because of the way Lord and Miller were doing it, a lot of it was improv and they were like, what the fuck are you doing? And it was just what like, I heard well, is the, they were unhappy with for? Solo because they didn't make enough money at the box office. This is also a big problem with like the non-disclosure agreements that the directors have to sign. Like, they literally say, here's a big pile of money. We're going to fucking run you through the mud, whether it was your fault or ours. So like a lot mm-hmm. of these stories that are coming from the studio, when it comes to like, Oh, and the director wanted to do this. And we thought it was just crazy. Like that might not be the entire truth of it. Yeah. Right. Well, it might even, actually be that they were like, we can't do these changes on the fly. Like give us time to write what you want and tell us what you want and we can write it or we're leaving. And the studio's like, yeah, okay, okay. We'll keep you. And then well, they try to throw something else in, and finally these guys just snap, and they're like, okay, we're done, we're out. And then they get a big non-disclosure paycheck, and yeah. It's more of that thing that I've, I mean, I've said it on every, I mean, and we've done a couple of shows on, like, movies that had quote-unquote trouble <laughs> production, right? And I've said it every time. It's, a lot of this comes down to these studios being unwilling to move these dates when something goes wrong with a production and they're unwilling to fucking move it, whether it's the stupid justice league thing of like, it had to be out by a certain date for mm-hmm. corporate for asshole number seven, corporate asshole number 17 to make his money or whatever. But I mean, I think if more of these studios were willing to, to do that when necessary, you'd get better products than we're getting. <laughs> but like, Oh, for sure. There's even either, like you can say there's merit to like something like what Kevin Feige did through the first three phases of Marvel, where like he needed certain things in to advance the overall story that he told over the ten year span, right? Right. <laughs> but when he but runs because, out of that, but when he runs out I of think, the idea, like that's when you need to like let go of your control, get a couple of guys to do a couple of one shot movies that are their own style of movie. And mm-hmm. like, and then like, as you take that time to like come up with the next fucking long term plan, right? And they're not doing that. Like Kevin Feige is like pretty much bankrupt on, on ideas at this point. And like, instead of just getting directors to do a movie 
that can do whatever. He's still trying to put out, no, and we need this, and we need this, and we need this, but he's not tying any of it together anymore. So, like, it falls apart that way, right? I also and think like, the multiple... As much as I've liked a lot of the Disney Plus stuff that they've done, with the exception of the big green one recently, um, I think the multiple platforms thing is not helping them either. Because... I mean, how much time if, if this if if we believe that this if that Feige is literally running everything, which I have no reason to believe he isn't, how much t- time can he possibly have to oversee all of these things at once without, you know, at least if they were doing two or three movies at a time, that's one. I mean, that's still a lot, but that's well, a different division right, of labor. Compare, than like Compare that to George Lucas. Back in the 70s, he actually took input from other people, like, whether he liked it or not, he, he did give in, to in once in a while. Once you get to the prequels, he's surrounded by people that are yes-men, and, like, nobody challenges his ideas to make him actually, like, think things through and explain them better. Like, yeah, he, he's just allowed to go with whatever fucking half-cocked idea he has, and he changes it 17 times before the end of the fucking script, so it's like, if you don't have someone to rein you in with, like, counter ideas like you can actually like oh that's a good question and then you work around it and you write something better you know what i mean like a lot of these people now like they don't like to be challenged so like you don't have that creative back and forth like you used to even 10 years ago you need need a sounding board otherwise it's just you yapping at a wall you're just gonna suck I wonder too, though, and this is a larger studio question that could be applied to anybody. Like, this is not just a Disney or a Star Wars thing, because you—that is an interesting point you bring up. And I wonder too if some of that has to do with with the amount of money these studios are paying these directors and writers to do these things. Is that I wonder if some of that is because, particularly in a in a director or a showrunner's case, of like, well we're giving them this much money. Therefore we can't, you know, if you, you have to almost have to give that person's opinion primacy over anything. And like, if somebody else lower on the ladder says, Hey, this is bad. Like they're going to see to the person they're giving all the money to. Well, yeah. Well, that's just it. There's a, there becomes like power hierarchies and then you get fucking like, financial politics go into it and like whoever pays the most has the most say and that means the directors get less and less and less as they go like because yep. this, this focus now, group I mean, says they want this and this focus group from this company says they want that more of this and there and more of that yep. and that's I think that's what's making a lot of these like named directors quit who have like actual visions to do things that are different because they're yeah. being told we need this 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 and this to do this 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 and this like yeah one guy's running things. It's okay when you have a plan. You can get no-name directors that can just make okay movies, and like as long as you're following mm-hmm. the roadmap. But once that roadmap runs out, you need those like talented individuals to come in and fill things out, like stall for time while you plan the next like five or six steps. But they're not doing that anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and they they, they haven't done it at all with Star Wars, and they've sold the directors away. But like, yep. and then and you think about it, like the only thing that had any like, like the writer was allowed to write it and do whatever the fuck they wanted was She-Hulk, and like, look where that ended up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, 
And I mean, even the funny thing about Star Wars, and this just shows you how how like rotted this entire thing is. And like to me at this point, I wouldn't mind if Disney just took it out behind the shed and shot it, right? Because I don't see what they can do to repair any of this at this point. But even the, the one that trilogy it, is still going to be the best, like in, But even the one that most people anything else do. Even the one that most people like, which is I would say is Rogue One, was almost you know not i i don't want to say universally liked but liked well enough even that had the fucking i didn't like it, it well yeah but you don't like anything uh even that, even that, had, this is true. even that had the director problem like gareth edwards was fired and that movie was finished by tony gilroy like, yeah and like the trailer they sold like half of the footage from the trailer wasn't even in the movie so it's like how bad did this get changed right yeah so, like, I just, I mean, I'm kind of like Milos with Star Wars at this point. Like, I'm, like, Milos, you're generally one of our more positive people on most things, but yeah. I kind of feel like with Star Wars, like, I'm kind of in the same boat that you were talking about earlier with some of these Marvel things, that, these future Marvel things that look sort of questionable. Like, I'm going to sit through them, What like, when, uh, when Ahsoka comes out, even though I don't really care, and I'm also sort of in a lot of ways kind of sick of Rosario Dawson as like a major member of these franchise things. Um, eh, she wasn't bad as Ahsoka when she was a Mandalorian, no, she, so I'm I'm no, she was fine. To give it a I'm chance. Just, like with all the with as much as she was all over all the Marvel Netflix crap, I just at a certain point I was just like, go away. Uh, um, but um, Ahsoka probably fine. Sorry. Yep. But. But I'm kind of like I'm kind of like you, Milos. Where I'm gonna watch all this Star Wars crap. Do I have any hope that any of it's gonna be any good at this point? Not really. Um. Yeah, this goes more to like me as to like you know. I still hope. You know, rebellions are yeah. built on hope. I still hope yep. that they're gonna get their like, shit together and like actually and not the, right and not that this like, won't. This and point, I also think some of it. I also think some of it for me is like stubbornness by a studio right well because it's, it's interference by a studio and it's stubbornness by the head writers like the kathleen kennedy or the kevin feige who like just can't admit that like i'm out of ideas and i'm i'm right. kind of floundering here being just free run random all over the place like i mean and we're gonna we're gonna do kinda, a separate they kind of chased they kind of chased everybody away as to who like you, you, those Directors who could come in, or writers who could come in and write their own standalone stuff is like they can't stem away already. And just and another part of the problem Marvel, is like look at look at Multiverse of Madness, you know, directed by Sam Raimi, and it's like yeah, about three scenes of the whole movie are Sam Raimi, and everything else is just studio mandate. But another problem is they are driving away their fan base too, because like think about how many times people like us when we say we don't like a character like Reva, just saying that, you get run through the fucking mud. Right? And it's the same with Marvel. Like, And then they literally start doing shit like She-Hulk, and like, She-Hulk is just an extension of the like PR statements that they put out in the last five years, where like yep. anyone that criticizes any aspect gets labeled and called to fucking this, a call to that. And like, that's driving the people that actually pay for these franchises away while it's inviting these fucking Twitter idiots that don't actually pay or watch any of this stuff. Yeah, exactly. To, You're to pretend that they're the fucking buying audience. Audience. You, You're exactly right. 
placate the Twitter crowd who not e- who's not even paying the ticket to actually go see the thing. Yep, like- you're absolutely right. But I also think there's, you know, with some of these franchises, and I, I kind of wonder if Star Wars is getting to the point where so much of it lately has been so bad that you're going to lose even this. But, like, with Marvel, for example, and not that this is a Marvel show, but I keep coming back to it because it's so comparative. Um, and I've been very... I've been very... Yep, I've been very vocal on some of the shows we've done lately of, like, this Black Panther movie that's coming next weekend. Why are they even doing this? Like, it was all conceived of after Bozeman's death. Why are they even doing this, right? But well, as much as I read something, I just read something interesting about that, that they did have a um, story with Chadwick Bozeman as Black Panther, and it was going to be him dealing with like the time, uh, the time jump from the blimp, the blip thing from him yeah. coming back, yeah. But I guess what I'm what what I wanted to get to was like, I do think there is a certain percentage of any fan base that will just and I've called I've called myself this on our air, like I'm a sheep when it comes to this Marvel shit because I'm even questioning like why are they doing this movie? Like this shouldn't even be I'm happening. Yeah. This shouldn't even be happening, but I'm still going to go. I have tickets for fucking Saturday <laughs> next weekend. Like, gonna I'm going to go. Right? Um, you know, and my, I guess my one thought is, like, I hope Namor doesn't suck and maybe Dr. Doom shows up. But, like, I, it's not like I expect this one to be, you know, high art or whatever. <laughs> you, uh, you are not going to see Dr. Doom, I can tell you that. No, I... <laughs> I don't think they'll do that. I don't know. I kind of hope. I kind of hope they do, but I don't think they will. I mean, it make it makes sense with. I mean, if you if if you've been paying attention to the comics in the last few years, it kind of makes sense because he and he and he and Namor have a, a like a business relationship after um, the Avengers versus X Men thing. They had a like a partnership for a few years, so it makes. I mean, there is an avenue where you could do that. I don't think they will. Um, I'm even hearing now think, that he. I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna introduce any of those five major um, Fantastic Four characters until like their movie, like whoever they're gonna be. Like you saw, yeah. you saw a version of Reed Richards, but I don't see. I don't think John Krasinski is gonna be Reed anymore. So yeah, so I don't. I don't yeah, not to devolve this into a such a waste. I've heard it's still. I've heard it's still possible. Like I can't help thinking that's why that Jack Ryan show is not coming out anymore because he's going to be doing that. Yeah, but better I, off. But that that? Well, no, the next the season that's coming in December is the last one. No, I think they oh. got a season four too. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, it has effectively been canceled already. It's just I don't know how far in they are. It's just actually... running it, running out the contract is basically yeah, yeah. But yeah, so he like, probably like, does have one show, signed man. with Marvel. Yeah, but, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna watch it at some point. I'll probably start with the Michael B. Jordan movie though, although I know it's not related. Um, oh, Michael B. Jordan shorter. was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it just comes back to like, you know perception by these studios that these things still make money, which I guess to some degree they do, even though Brent, you made a decent point recently about like, how do you know that with the Disney plus crap, since there's really no revenue from it and other than it, there's that and like law of diminishing returns. Like 
you're only going to be able to ride this wave so far without actually like upping your game. And like right now, like the last, again, all of phase four, like there's been things that have been okay, but like, do any of them really matter? Like, do you think externals or eternals is ever really going to be brought back <laughs> no. into play? I do you think, think Shang-Chi is going to be a major player be, in anything, really? Yeah. Let them be yes. externals. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, he's not entirely wrong. The externals are, a, are an X-Men thing. I They're mean, a different group, yeah. Yeah. No, I think of, of the stuff they've done in, in Phase 4 that wasn't, like, sequely or whatever, I do think Shang-Chi is going to be the thing well, so far. He's, he was the, like, the best of... <laughs> what like i don't even know what to call phase four like a shame oh, it's a mess. low like I, I i grant you that it's a low bar but i mean to me that was the best movie that they've done since endgame and yeah but you when you be... like but they didn't actually do shang chi they did iron fist but asian which is exactly what i said <laughs> the major wife laugh like way back when Yep. no you're right you are exactly right and that's how and it's you like, know they're never gonna that's but how that's you know like they're shang- never gonna again but like Shang Chi could have been a good character on his own. Yeah, it's a little hokey the way it started, but like good writers have come in and made him a great like character to use if you need an Asian guy like yeah. that badly. Well, you know, but like you know why I think they did that. If you go by the comic books, he's more like James Bond, and like yeah, I don't think they like, want to do. I don't think he, they want to do that. I think they feel like everything has to have these these fantasy elements to it in order to be viable as a Marvel film. So you had to, in their mind, at least they had to do what they did rather than just doing a more grounded, like he works for MI six or whatever, which or something, which he has in the comic books. If I remember correctly, well, just make a Shang Chi agent of shield and do like, you can build up shield again through that way. Like, you know what I mean? There's ways, there's things you could have done that didn't have to just be iron fist story. Like, Yep. And even the comics more. now have even the comics now have started to to uh, the Shang Shang Chi has a solo book and he has since like a couple months before that movie came out and of it started it, it started to incorporate a lot of the stuff from that movie like the Talo place and the the Ten Rings are now a thing and it's like oh my god the okay. thing like they complain about like oh, there's too many stereotypes about this race, this race, and then they take a character that doesn't have that many of those stereotypes other than he knows Kung Fu, and then they turn him into, like, a stereotypical, like, Asian fantasy story character, and it's like, wait, do you even listen to what you're saying? Like, Yeah. Seems like, silly. It, well, it does. No, it's like just reading propaganda at this point. Well, that's a whole other conversation, but yeah, kind of. Yeah. like. <laughs> They like <laughs> they preach and then they fucking they believe their own bullshit and it's like you're not representing the people you think you're representing like you're talking about like you're not doing the things you think you're doing like you can't fight racism by adding more racism I'm sorry it's just not gonna work like yeah you know what I mean? like yeah no okay. we need more Asian characters that aren't Asian stereotypes and then they get an Asian character that again you could have written that wasn't just your average Asian like dragons and fucking like monsters and ninjas and like chosen ones and that with it. Crap, yeah like yeah. You, you didn't need to do that and they did it anyway and it's just like oh you actually I mean, added the thing that you said you were going to erase with this kind of movie and it's like don't get, don't get me wrong i like i like the movie 
I did like the movie at the t- as w- when we reviewed it, and I have watched it a couple times since, and it I it still largely holds up. But you're not wrong. But like again, it it it's the same basic template that they've always got right with an origin movie for a character too. Yeah. Right. Like you look at it, like the the power set is different. The like build up to it, but like Iron Man, Ant Man, Doctor Strange, and uh, Shang Chi were all very much the same formula. Like you could argue that all the you know, kind of the first movies follow that. Well, kind of, but like. It the literally like the like when in the movie they happen and everything like it's 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 basically they're taking the same template and just changing like technology to make a suit to like learning Tibetan magic twice to like yep. practicing with the suit you got from fucking the grumpy old man like it's it's all the same like layout and like the time that the main villain comes in and actually becomes a threat and the time that it takes to get to the big fight scene like. It's all very, very similar. Like, yeah. Uh, did we have anything else we wanted to hit here? Um, I have not eaten yet. And I would like to go back to dinner. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I think we about covered it. Star yeah, Wars is a mess. We initially planned to. Like basically, Star Wars is a mess. A lot of these franchises, like, you pick a direction with your one leader guy, or let someone creative come in and stall for time until that they get that right but yep yeah yeah tales of the jedi was okay give it a watch if you like star wars yeah, yeah no i enjoyed sure. it <laughs> um, uh next week we will be finally getting to house of the dragon um so i know justin has thoughts i know brent has thoughts i have some thoughts i still have to finish it though but i will get there by the time we uh are ready to record that um, it's one of the few shows where like I know Justin has his complaints and I've heard some of them and I, I'm going to argue those on the episode, but like, it's one of the few where I think the writing is actually like pretty strong the whole way through. And like, there's a lot of little things that like I miss so much from things nowadays. So yeah, yeah that's going to be a fun one. Like I'm actually, I'm, I know I've been bugging everybody on that one, but I'm, I really want to talk about it because I liked a lot in that. Yeah, and when you compare um, it to other stuff that's been released at the same time, you know, She Hulk and Ringo Power, Ring the Power, um, pretty much um, everything else that's been going on, it's like the writing is pretty strong on this one. It's, oh, it yeah, is, I mean, and there's a lot of little things that are like, it, if you're comparing it to like other stuff that's out there right now, and oh yeah, it's like the best writing on television. But you'll you'll hear it next week. I I have yeah. I have <laughs> issues with certain things and in, in structurally. <laughs> Yeah, but there's and there's parts of those where I can explain it with, yeah, yeah. There's there was that one thing you said there the other day where like they could have explained it in the show, and it's like, well, they've kind of been doing that the entire season. They just haven't actually said the words. But every like second son, younger brother character you see is like this ambitious fucking go getter who never gets any love from the people, and that's all they want. Well, let's let's not let's not get too crazy into it because I don't want to spoil anything for John, but. Yeah, I'm not quite there yet. Um, yeah. Well, so. even still, there's a lot that you've already seen where, like, the stuff with Damon, where he's always trying to be impressive. And, like, everyone's like, oh, he's a slimy bastard. He's trying to take the throne. And he never really seems like he is. Like, 
he seems like he's doing it more for his brother's love and attention than he is actually for like I want to be the fucking the guy. But then but also yeah. once again, why does why does every family like that then? Um, why does every family act that way? Because there are definitely families where that doesn't matter. And so, I don't oh, know. I don't think oh. there is. But well, again, mm. yeah, let John finish yeah, we'll before we spoil though. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get, get there. I will get there by the next Thursday. Week. Um, we have four left. I can definitely get through that by next Thursday. That's not a yeah. Problem. It, it episode eight is fucking amazing. Like it's yeah, might be the best yeah. episode of TV I've watched in the last fucking like five years, maybe give or take. Yep. Like so really, really good. So. I'm looking forward to that. We, yeah. We also have a review of Black Adam coming at some point. Uh, I think that's going to be Justin and Milos pretty much. I've made three attempts to see it and have not gotten all the way through it yet. Um, yeah, so we're going to have to figure out a day where we can uh, record that because I think we're supposed to record it already. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I figure as long as you can get it out while it's still in theaters, like whatever. It's probably got a good couple weeks yet. Um, yeah. And, um, We'll obviously have some number of us who will have seen Black Panther Wakanda forever after the eleventh. Um, so yep, I'm planning we'll on going on. Uh, I'm planning on going next Saturday. So yep, that's yeah, my I'm plan as see well. At some point, opening opening weekend. Are you guys allowed to go on opening weekend? I don't know. Huh? Oh, I thought there was because okay. that, that, that may be a discussion for uh, B side chats. Woke versus inclusion part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there, was a, that... there was a bunch of idiots on fucking online saying mm-hmm. like no white people should be allowed to go to this movie and this fucking company should block reviews from any white people for the first week. And it's like, yeah, it's... do you realize how much money they lose if they put that in? Like that's, that's a ridiculous like, demand. They, they, like I can see given everybody sure. like opening night, but like, I'm sorry to say, I think uh, white audiences still drive these comic book movies for the most part. They oh, usually. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying, like, don't do something like, okay, the, for, like, opening night, the first screening, have it be, like, an all-black audience just for, like, whatever. Oh, yeah. Fucking, like, brand new you did la- Do what you did last time. Have right. Disney or whoever, like, buy theaters the Thursday, out for The Thursday for screening was, yeah. Just whatever. Yeah, and, like, th- that's cool, but, like, to say, like, no one should be allowed, like, no white person should be allowed to watch it for the whole first weekend, and, like, no, and they should block reviews. That I could do or not. Well, it wasn't just Twitter, there was a lot of articles about it, and it was like, who um, are these well, idiots? Well, like, in, in, in the words actually, of, uh, this is a segment white, of the population playing, that, so. playing uh, Australian actor going blackface, never okay. go full retard. But, like, it almost oh, seems like yeah. they're, they're literally trying to set it up so, like, no money gets made and then they can have a fucking built-in excuse for, like, oh, look at all these fucking racist white people not supporting this movie. Like, Yeah, because you're it's like publicly asking for him not to see the movie the first week. But that's just it. Like, it's almost like it's almost like a magic trick where, like, they're waving one hand and, like, if you're watching the other one, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like... <laughs> Now, what I'm curious with this one, and we'll get into it, obviously we'll get into it more when we review it, but what I'm most curious about with this movie in particular is, like, does this one make as much as the first one did or more because people are curious about what they're going to do with it, or does it tank because no one gives a fuck? 
I think right, money you're gonna wise, get it's, it's not it's not making the first movie money just because the theater basically market isn't what it was back then. Not to mention, sure. like, not many people can afford to make a fucking trip to the fucking movies right now, especially if you've got a family yeah. bigger than two or three. Like, yeah, yeah, gas prices. <laughs> well, it's not just I gas prices. Like, everything has gone prices, up so yeah. much that, like, that's gonna yeah. hurt movies too. Like, yeah. yeah, because at one point when you sit down to make a budget, it's like movies, theater trips are gonna be the first thing on your list to go. And that's the thing, mm. like. The tickets. I think, if you have, if still, you have kids, they gotta buy the funny. snacks and like. Yeah. It's a big markup. Like that's that's a. It's still gonna make money. But. Oh yeah, you like think, you're gonna get your Disney money, your Marvel money. Like yeah. it's gonna get the same base number that like they all reasonably top out at, right? Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be this. Gone down a little bit now with the post pandemic and all that, like. Have any? Have any so, of them I other than? I think you can do seven to nine hundred easy. Oh yeah, and that's like your Marvel yeah, top out get... is somewhere between like seven it eight is usually where they average out to, right? So yeah. like that's it'll get, that's it'll your get average. To seven, eight. It'll get to seven eight hundred probably. Oh yeah, yeah, easy. Like it's a Marvel. I, I, even it's be, I even wouldn't be surprised if it hits a billion. So possibly, there is an but avenue, like there is an avenue where I could see a lot of people going just out of curiosity as to how they're going to handle it. Well, it's going to be a lot of first-time views. I don't think it's going to make legs, because I don't think you're going to get second and third viewings of it, because, again, people just can't afford to do that anymore like they used to ten years ago, eight years ago. Yeah, that's (laughs) a big thing, too. There's only so many screenings you can put on when it's a longer runtime, so... Yep. Oh, I didn't hear Justin bitching in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's because because you're going to basically just see what I'm predicting, which is it's not going to make a ton of money and it's still going to be below the original Black Panther in terms of domestic, which means it's never going to touch Top Gun Maverick for domestic. (laughs) Oh, God. I don't see see Wakanda Forever making $700 million domestically. I just do not oh, see that happening. It's going to make more than fucking Love and Thunder. I think Love and Thunder made that. <laughs> yeah. That's... No, 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 no yeah, Love and Thunder didn't make that. London, Love and Thunder didn't make that domestically. I think it made that. Oh, you're just talking about U.S. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're just talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. U.S. Okay. Because okay. I, don't, I don't really okay. know how. We're just going to really... make it play here. Yeah. Wakanda Forever is not going to top Top Gun. Because well, I don't know. Because I don't know how well it's going to. Yeah, I don't know how well it's going to play overseas. Like, I mean, um, I think the first one did all right overseas. Um, Because it did get, it got, how I don't know how much it got all together. But I I don't think it made more. Was it 1.3 billion? So, yeah, so. Yeah, so I mean, it got almost the same, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it got almost the same as it did domestically, but I don't know, like, uh, I don't know what the temperature is with people and, like, not having Chadwick Boseman and, you know, all this other stuff, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see, but I mean... So, Black Panther domestically hit $700 million and internationally yeah. hit 647 Yeah, all so... Right, so it was, like, yeah. $1.3 billion. okay. Yeah, one point three four seven. 
Yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't see it making. I don't see it making like collectively. I don't see it making as much as it did, um, as much as the first one did. I'd say worldwide, but, you're looking at like seven, eight, maybe up towards nine. But like again, yeah. like yeah. not getting those second and third views that you got back on the first movie. Like that's mm-hmm. gonna that's gonna lower and the I mean, numbers significantly. Not- yeah, and I mean it's a combination of things. It's not just like quality or whatever. It's also the things that Brent said. It's just that it costs more to do things, and just, and especially yeah, with winter uh, coming up in America for, and stuff like that. For comparison's sake, when Thunder did seven six worldwide, uh, mm. did three hundred forty three domestically, four hundred and seventeen mm. internationally. So he made more money internationally. Made than more outside than he did. Yeah. 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 Most things now do that. I think I think it's gonna be different with Wakanda forever, just because a lot of uh, black community is gonna go see it in America. Yeah, they they'll probably go see. Well, it the international weekends. when you look at the international stuff, like especially, I mean, I'm basically Eastern Europe. For us, we don't have black people. <laughs> you can throw a rock and not hear one. Like you can throw an napalm and not hear one. So it's like it's always yeah. yeah I mean, I, I mean, you you you'll have you know, you'll have. Yeah, you'll have people go out like the first week, maybe the first, maybe the first two weeks, and like really put a dent in it. But after that, I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, the next Avatar is the next thing, and that's what December. December, yeah, it's like two weeks later. It's like the first, I was uh, like second week of December, right? Yeah, but no, it's oh, it's like the fourteenth or the sixteenth. Yeah, yeah, that's the second week. Yeah, so it's second-ish week. So you basically got Um, a Black Panther's got a month to make all its money, hmm. essentially. Well, here's the thing: Uh, when you do side by side stuff like releases of a big movie, you always have the possibility that there's gonna be a lot of people on the opening weekend who want to go see Avatar, and they don't have any tickets, and they'll be like, "Well, we're here, might as well see something." Well, Black That's Panther true. might get Black Panther, the Wakanda yeah. Forever might get like a spike uh, week five. <laughs> so, and so you're saying, well, then, but it's also, but it's also fighting Disney, Black Adam as well. Disney's got a chance of like sneaking in some money on the pity vote. Exactly. exactly. Well, don't they get the money for both? Yeah. Well, They'll get both, yeah, but that's own, the thing. Like, well, yeah, but is, yeah. having a second yeah. option for people to go to is, yeah, basically like, all right, you couldn't get your yeah. first choice, but here's a plan B. Exactly. Okay, so let's let's close with since we've just spent this much time talking about the business <laughs> of this movie. Opening weekend U.S. predictions, Brent. Some of the monies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. I don't do fucking money predictions. It's yeah. It's, it's a Marvel movie, so it'll. I think it, I think he's gonna do like. What did Black Adam do? Sixty-seven. Uh, Sixty-seven. I think. Yeah, so um, I'd say you're probably looking like that or a little higher. 80? Yeah, like sixty yeah. to eighty is what what I say. I was thinking like yeah, seventy-five ish. We'll say like. I'm I'm gonna put it at uh, sixty to eighty opening weekend. Justin, I'll say seventy. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I've actually done some research on this, and I'm gonna uh-huh. sound completely out of left field compared to those. But Under tracking for the, tracking for this is one fifty US uh, for the opening weekend. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one seventy five. 
Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what see we'll see whether we'll see whether I'm wrong or not. Um, but I, I I can see I could see it getting to 150, and I think the curiosity factor might push it to like 170, 175. So we'll uh, see. Possibly. I mean, I'm I'm again, entirely I don't... ready. Um, yeah, I can I can see it doing that much. This was like. A low ball for me is like. I forget. Can we can we look at what the first one did? I know it's like it was a completely different environment back then. But yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to pull it up. I'm trying to pull it up. You got to wonder like how many screens is Disney bullying each theater to play it on too? So like, mm. can you get more views out of each day that way? If you like buy three screens yeah. instead of two, or like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. If they put it in like four theaters instead of two, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Like, are, are, can they artificially inflate their numbers that way? Like, and just yep. say, like, well, we've got all these theaters that are playing it, so if they're all sold out, this is the prediction. Like, I remember so one of Black, Black one of my Panther friends did the uh, domestic opening was uh, two hundred and two. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, and so I'll it only say made that... four altogether domestically. Hmm? No, domestically it made seven hundred million because oh, that's okay. what that's what Top Gun Maverick beat to become yeah. number five. Okay, was yeah, Black but, Panther uh, and made just opened, just slightly over seven hundred million. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna stick with one seventy five. And it played in like four thousand and twenty theaters. Nice. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll see if I'm right about that or not. I don't know. I could be. I could be looking at it through old theater logic, but we'll see. Um, well, so here's, here's, another thing, here's another thing you have to keep in mind. While you may sell less tickets, the money tickets prices cost. have gone up. Prices, yeah. Have gone if up, it, so, yeah. So if it, if it, it makes, it does level out at some. If it logic. makes, uh, if it makes 175 million in its first week domestically. It'll be the number six opening weekend for MCU. Wow. Okay. It'll be behind Those movies Civil used to War. make fucking bank. It'll be yeah. between behind Civil War, Age of Ultron, um, the first one, Avengers, um, Avengers Infinity War, and Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Don't... with all that back end money on his contract. No wonder they wanted to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that's like thirty-nine billion dollars just right there. Like, well, I heard he reports were for the ones that he actually had back end on, which I think stopped after uh, Iron Man three or Ultron. That he made something like two hundred million dollars from those five movies. Oh yeah, like he made a huge because like they gave him like twenty percent of the back end because they didn't think they were gonna fucking get much out of they it. Thought right, nine one was gonna fail. And well, they, they didn't think them. that it was going to turn into what it turned into, and then like as they got on, like that contract, they were just like, "Fuck, we're paying this guy a fortune." Keep in mind, like <laughs> at one point, Iron Man three was the only solo movie that grossed a billion. Yep, <laughs> that was the first one to do that. Yeah. Well, because it was the I mean, first Avengers Iron Man movie. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we'll reconvene on we'll reconvene on that in a couple of weeks. Um, I'm kind of bummed that Shazam was moved because I was looking forward to that next month. Uh, bastards. Yeah. When's that? When do they move it to? March. Uh, 
it was it was supposed to come out that weekend that Avatar is, which would have been perfect for me. Which would have been perfect for me because my birthday is that Wednesday. We would have gone to that for my birthday, and uh, now it this is like the first. I would do a double feature. Yeah, now oh, this is oh, like the oh, first. Oops. Sorry, now uh, this that is wasn't like an, the... So that wasn't an updated list. I forgot. Uh, no way home. Uh, so it would actually be. Yeah. Um. It would actually be number eight because No Way Home is number two now. Uh, the list I was looking at wasn't updated. Oh, okay, cool. All right, well, um, this will be another good one. I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna make this one of the side chat ones instead of um, yeah. what we had oh, originally. Yeah. So but, uh, Tales of the Jedi was just an instigator. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we'll reconvene uh, this weekend for Trek stuff, and we'll figure out if we want to do the Doctor Who thing this weekend or not, depending on what you guys want to do with Black Adam. I mean, I could do it, but if you guys want to do Black Adam on Sunday after we do Prodigy, then we can wait a week. Um, but we'll we'll figure that out, and then we'll What's reconvene. What's like uh, tomorrow? Me? Huh. Uh, I'm going to be at my office, so I won't get home till 6, 7, something well we'll, we'll figure it all you want to do you want to do uh, doctor when you get back tomorrow uh no because i'd like to still be married <laughs> <laughs> i get Fair like enough. one i get like one week one weeknight and one night on the weekend <laughs> so right. we'll, we'll do it on sunday that's fine right. um it's not like yeah yeah Patriots Colts aren't on TV here again. I'm going to do the online radio thing again. Dude, I, I, I can't with the Colts, man. I can't. Yeah, that that <laughs> whole thing is just a mess. I don't, I don't even, I feel, I kind of feel bad for you as a fan of theirs right now. Because it's like. It's, it's a mess. Like, just dump your, like, next three first-round picks into a decent quarterback. Just trade for somebody. Yeah. Well, I don't do All footballs, right. but my hockey team has been shit in the bed so far this season, so there's that. I saw they won last night, didn't they? Yeah, they won pretty convincingly last night, but it's against Philly, who's not a great team. Yeah. This year, like, right. they have sponsorships on their jersey, so, like, uh, yeah. as milk. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> I'm, pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure that's short for, like, here's my milk money, please don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just didn't have the room to write the full thing, so they shortened it to just milk. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to stop this now, so. Yeah.